0: let's talk about our sponsors home title lock uh, if you okay, are Sarah. uh the victim of a crime uh you, you know you know that uh, it's going to be a, a painful experience to try to get yourself out of that situation it's not going to be fun a home title fraud is a different situation because you don't even know what's going on i mean it's not like you you, you know you have something uh, in your home and you come back and all of a sudden you know your tv's gone this is you know your title and if they take your title and they uh, are able to transfer it to them Uh, Some criminal can borrow against your equity. It's your money. It's your retirement. Uh, Make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, If uh, they can do that, you know that you have already had a massive issue. Uh, with uh, with your financial future. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now. HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, if they detect uh, tampering going on with your title, they're going to shut it down. If you go to HomeTitleLock.com, you register your address, see if you're already a victim and you don't know it yet, then you can just use code BECK for 30 risk-free days of protection. The code is BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. Protect yourself, protect your home, protect your retirement, protect what you're going to pass on. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Radio show starts here in just a
1: second.
2: There is something that is so unbelievably clear and evil, and um, and just not American uh, that is happening in Louisville right now. It's a demand letter from BLM activists to the businesses, uh, and they're talking about the reper- repercussions of non-compliance. And uh, they are telling the businesses in Louisville, BLM is that if they don't comply and they don't put. Uh, they don't put uh, statements of compliance on their windows clearly to be seen. They will be boycotted, uh, and uh, they might they might even experience some real trouble there. This has happened before, and if you want to know where we're going, I need to show you where we've been in 60 seconds.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: Have you ever thrown a dart at a map and checked where it landed and then just hopped in your car and, you know, taken off to parts unknown? And were like, eh, that's where I want to go. Have you ever thrown a dart and missed the map and hit your spouse and then quickly uh, hopped into your car and taken off for parts unknown? Because that one is probably more. The, the common denominator here is your car. It needs to be in good shape in case you decide to go someplace or if you need to go someplace, flee for your life. And car shield will take care of those expensive repairs so you don't have to. Their protection plans can save you thousands of dollars for a covered repair you can pick your favorite mechanic or the dealership to do the work. And best of all, there is no long-term contracts or commitments. And CarShield plans are customizable, their payments are flexible, and their rates start as low as $99 a month. CarShield has helped over a million drivers, which is why they're America's number one auto protection company. Get coverage today. See why CarShield cars go further. Call 800 car six thousand eight hundred car 6000 Mention the promo code back or visit CarShield.com. Common use the promo code back and save 10%. That's carshield.com, promo code Beck. Deductible. May apply.
4: The specially built Olympic Stadium in Berlin is filled to capacity as Hitler arrives to preside at the opening ceremony of the 11th Modern Olympiad. A 100,000 spectators are present. They see the charming incident of the presentation of a bouquet to the Führer by a little girl meets him on his way to his box. They see the great parade of athletes from all over the world the British stand being carried by Jack Beresford. Following its practice at previous Olympic meetings, the team salutes not with the outstretched hand, but with the eyes right of British tradition. Past Hitler, the 53 teams march, a contingent from India, picturesque in their turbans, and from the other side of the world, the Australian team. All the finest athletes on earth are here to battle for the highest honours in the world of sport. The solemn Olympic oath is taken by a German, Rudolf Ismaier, on behalf of the 5,000 competitors and officials. <laughs> Then declares the games open. Now 30,000 carrier pigeons are released. They are the doves of peace, symbolizing the comradeship that exists among all nations in the athletic arena. The most impressive incident in an impressive day is the arrival of the last of 3,000 runners who have brought the sacred flame 1,800 miles through seven different countries from Greece. A stalwart, fair-haired German carries the torch to the brazier and lights the fire. <laughs> at last, the perfectly organised ceremonies are over and the game has begun. In the 100 metres, Jesse Owens on the far eyed has already beaten the world record in his first heat, so the time was disallowed as the wind was behind him. And running like the wind, he wins the final and equals the world record of 10.3 seconds. There's a big field in the 10,000 meters with a fast pace set by Murakoso When of Jesse Japan,
2: Owens, of the way. when Jesse Owens won, he won in four gold medals. Fins, three of whom in a it was First, a, a finger in the eye at German superiority. It was it was very controversial on whether he was going to go or not. The uh, country was split. Hitler uh, snubbed Jesse Owens. But so did FDR. When Jesse Owens returned, he never got a telegram, never got invited to the White House, never got a handshake from Hitler or FDR. Jesse Owens always found that interesting. Ford finally welcomed him to the White House and gave him a congressional medal or presidential medal of honor. This is the Olympic torch that was carried in uh, the 1936 olympics it had a uh, I don't know a stick or a candle if you will in it at the top that kept the torch uh flame alive it had been carried from uh greece and and taken to the stadium it was carried by many people one of them was a jew the guy who ran with this torch in Austria was a Jew, and he was proud to carry it. When asked later in life, he said, because I think sports, listen to this, I think sports is the one thing that should never become political. Today's the anniversary of this Olympiad, the the Nazi Olympics, as they have become known, and the winning of the gold medals by Jesse Owens. I bring it up because the parallels are astounding. Everything had become political in Germany, everything. Hitler wanted to make everything political. The Olympic Games were not about anything but propaganda and policy. And you either towed the line or you were out. But this was something that the Germans had become used to. In 1933, when Hitler first took over, there were only about 20, uh, 20% of the population had a radio. But the, they knew this newfangled device uh would would play a great role in propaganda. It could move people. It was new, in fact newer than our social media is now. It took the It took the Nazis until 1936 before they could get 80% of the population on radio. But they They did some amazing things on radio. They they knew that if they could control the minds of people through radio, if they could present their facts on radio, uh, they would be able to control the German population. And they started with the youth. There were the brown shirts. These were the members of the Nazi party that were the actual enforcers. And they were the ones who really came in first. And one of the guys that was instrumental, at least on uh, radio, uh, was a guy who was 28 years old. And at 28 years old, Carl Kaufman was too young to have fought in World War I. So he didn't really remember what the country was like before world war one like so many can't remember what the country was like before 9 11 but he he saw the restoration or the reset of germany as something that would be good and he became a national socialist and he was, he was given his own radio program. It, it was relatively new, um, it was an expensive medium. And this is him in one of his first broadcasts. He worked for Joseph Goebbels. His most famous uh, broadcast, um, because he was the so-called leader of the generation of war youths, those who were under 30, At 28 years old, he gets on and he begins to decry the foreign news media. See, Germany by this time had controlled all of the media. Hitler was in charge of everything. And so the only thing he wasn't in charge with with, uh, or of were the foreign voices from the BBC and outside that were telling a very different story. In fact, they were telling stories that Jews were being rounded up, uh, that uh, the Nazis were violent. Well, Kaufman needed to tell a different story. So Kaufman and his brown shirts decided to give another radio broadcast this was a very important broadcast that most in germany were listening to
4: here he is,
2: here he is talking about how the foreign news media ...is lying to you. He's saying that the foreign news media uh, is telling you that the Germans are hurting Jews. But that's not true, because Germany is a peaceful country. Remember, the Olympics, it was the summer of peace. He said in Germany, no one has laid a finger on the Jews and no social democratic agitator had been held responsible. He blames all of this on the foreign media, who strangely is controlled by Jews. And then in the most incredible part of this broadcast, he begins to speak for equality. He says what Germany really seeks with the Jews is equality, equality between the Germans and Jews, because the Germans have been oppressed by the Jew because the Jew has taken over everything and everything they think about Germany is a lie because the Jews have taught it in school. The Jews have been running the bank. The Jews have been running the government. And that's when he calls for national action, national action, where he asks everyone to boycott those stores that are run by Jews or anyone who doesn't support the Nazi party. Does any of this sound familiar? Give me 60 seconds and I'll make sure you really understand the parallels. Out of a story from Louisville, Kentucky. In 60 seconds. All right, let me tell you about uh, <coughs> Raycon's. Oh my gosh, did I cough? <gasps> COVID. Uh, Raycon. Raycon's newest model of earbuds is the best. They're the everyday... E25 earbuds. Now they have six hours of playtime, and the reason why they have six hours of playtime is they wanted to make sure you could fly coast to coast and not have to worry about charging your earbuds. So you can fly coast to coast and not worry about your earbuds at all. Uh, and they have six hours of playtime. Then you just pop them back into the recharger You can charge them over and over again before you even have to plug that pl- plug it in. Seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design. They're loud. The thing i don 't like uh, about earbuds is you can never get them loud enough because i mean i 've been wearing earphones for my whole life. These are really, really loud, they sound good, and they have a noise isolating fit uh, so you don 't hear you know people saying
5: Why do you dare to dare to dare?
2: i don 't know who sounds like that but Anyway, they're half the price. This is the best thing. They're half the price of the leading high-end quality earbuds, and they're just as good or better than the leading competitors. They're stylish, they're discreet, and they have a one-size-fits-all fitting system, so you're not going to be losing them out of your ears. Get 15% off your order right now at buyraycon.com slash beck. These are the earbuds that I use. I I have... um, the uh, Apple uh, EarPods, and I hate them. I think they're uncomfortable, and they're always falling out of my head. Anyway, uh, BuyRaycon doesn't have that problem. BuyRaycon.com slash Beck. That's BuyRaycon.com slash Beck. Save 15%. They're already 50% cheaper than Apple, and I'm telling you, they're better. It's BuyRaycon.com slash Beck. 10-second station ID. So I'm making quite a charge here, but I think it absolutely fits. We now have details about a letter that has been sent from activists of BLM to businesses and nonprofits in the East Market District of downtown Louisville. Um, It makes a series of demands related to racial reparations and threatened consequences if the demands are not met. This is according to the Daily Wire, they reported the story last week after being contacted by local residents. They said they were stunned by the letter. Local ABC News affiliate WHAS Channel 11 uh, reported Black Lives Matter protesters were the ones who gave the letters out to the businesses. These are the brown shirts of today. The letter posted five repercussions for non-compliance these were in the letter reduction in racial index score bias report to the better business bureau a social media these things that they had to do uh social media blast notification via all social media platforms of non-compliance a boycott public and i'm sorry these are the things that were going to happen to you a public boycott coordinated through social media and mail announcements Uh, A protest, visible media covered demonstrations sit in outside of your establishment and invasive reclamation placement of booths and tables outside of your establishment where competing black proprietors will offer items comparable to those offered by you. Now, here are the demands. Businesses will adequately uh, adequately represent the black population of Louisville by having a minimum of 23 percent black staff, including management in front of house positions and maintain commitment and accountability to increasing that number retail locations will include a minimum of 23% inventory of black retailers or make recurring monthly donation of 1.5% of net sales to black local organizations. Business owners will require diversity, equity, and inclusion training for their staffs to be conducted by one of the black women leaders of the attached list. Training will be conducted thereafter on a biannual basis. Customize your own or display one of the attached Written statements in a viable location within your business to increase awareness and show support for the reparations movement. Fifth demand: Nonprofits in Nulu, that's, uh, New Lou—that's New Louisville—will uh, uh, submit to a voluntary external audit of their board of trustees and take necessary steps towards twenty-three percent representation on those boards. Business owners, nonprofit leaders will participate in quarterly roundtable discussions to be held accountable for their communities to these, uh, uh, to these demands and work together toward increase equity. Maintain adequate black representation in any entertainment and performances booked at your business. Dress code policies inherently discriminate against black folks, women, and the transgender community. You must eliminate all dress code policies. 23% representation on the board of the business association, blah, 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 blah. Otherwise... We're coming for you. So why did I take you again? Why did why did I tell you at all about Kaufman? Well, what did that have to do with anything? Karl Kaufman, the representation that was used by Hitler and his machine. He. Convinced everybody in the youth um, uh, category that they were the answer and they would finally take control and they would bring equity because, again, the Jews had controlled everything. And because of the Jews, the Germans really didn't have any freedom because of the Jews. They, they couldn't do anything. They were held down by the Jews And so he said, we're going to have to boycott those stores. And if those stores don't comply, we will keep our stormtroopers outside of the doors. And they did. And they intimidated anybody who walked into those stores. They berated anyone who walked into those stores. They beat anyone who walked into those stores. I told you once that if America goes dark, we'll become the darkest nation ever in the history of the world. Guys, we're allowing our our nation to go dark and we're doing it because of fear. Everybody knows this is wrong, but who's going to stand up against it? Everyone knows this is wrong. If we don't stand against it. Satan doesn't destroy, he perverts. He uses those tools and he perverts them. We will repeat the errors, but we will do it. We will do it like the world has never seen. This must stop. It's the same story, just different players. American Financing, NMLS, one 823 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Uh, mortgage rates are now the lowest the industry has seen in over 45 years. Percentage rates are in the 3% range right now. They're headed to the 2% range. Now is not the time to go out and just take all kinds of loans and 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 go onto a shopping spree. Now is the time to pay down your debt. Now is the time to get out of those high-interest credit cards. Now is the time to refi your mortgage for your home. Consolidate the loan and get into the 3% range. You can save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars and thousands and thousands and thousands of Americans within the sound of my voice right now are doing that. American financing, along with all the other uh, financing companies, have a line outside trying to get refinancing for customers. Please don't get too far back in that line. Take advantage of it right now. Go to AmericanFinancing.net,
0: AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. And you can go to RadioVote.com right now. Vote for Glenn to be in the Radio Hall of Fame. It's the last week for RadioVote.com.
2: Welcome to Mr. Pat Gray, the host of Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that you can hear he records uh, right before this broadcast live on Blaze Radio and then you can get it wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Pat. Welcome. Uh, Thank you. Good to be here, Glenn. Um, Did you?
6: (laughs) Who's ready for who's ready for a hard lockdown for the next six weeks, huh? I can't wait. Oh, man. Who's ready? Boy. Uh, Neil Kashkari, the president of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve Bank, is calling for mm-hmm. America to go into a hard shutdown for at least a month, maybe six weeks, to stop mm. the spread of COVID, uh, arguing uh-huh. the U.S. government mm-hmm. can afford it. Oh, cool. Can you believe that from a oh. Fed chairman? <laughs> Jeez. Yes. Yes, yes, I, get I get This too, was
2: actually. This was the Fed's idea. Remember, the Fed is the one that walked in to the Oval Office and said, Mr. President, here's how we do it. And they mm. had already modeled, strangely, a complete shutdown. Wow. And they said, we'll have a V-shaped recovery. It will be great. Of course, the V-shaped recovery has not happened. But they're saying that's because of the president. He just didn't do it right. So now... Mr. Kashkari uh, uh, says uh, we got to really shut it down.
6: Yeah, for six oh. six more weeks, shut everything down. Total lockdown of restaurants mm. and bars and movie theaters and any everything. non-essential business. Absolutely everything. And then, and then once we get that case count down, uh, so mm. that we can, our testing can take over as well as our contact mm. tracing. Uh, That will actually uh, be enough to control Mm. it afterwards. So just one more hard lockdown for a month and a half. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just to finish off any of the businesses that are still open, we'll just finish those (laughs) off. (laughs) All right. And then we'll just start a whole new thing uh, in six weeks. Yeah. You know who Kashkari is? I, uh, I can't remember, but he sounds really familiar.
2: Yeah, okay, so he is uh, Dam- uh, Jamie Dimon's uh, protege. Okay. You might remember That's him from that. Uh, right, and uh, wasn't he you- with some campaign? No, no no he was the guy who oversaw tarp for the u.s government okay <laughs> wow mm-hmm. nice wow. so uh he's the guy that uh, gave us tarp and oversaw tarp and uh now he's the chairman of the federal reserve strangely in Crazy. minneapolis which is really fantastic uh and he said i mean you know what this is this is the reset The Federal Reserve wants to reset the entire globe. Uh, They are they're angling to be the central bank of the world. Uh, and they want to reset our economy, our money. And it's, it, it's all out in the open. It's, there's no conspiracy about it. In fact, the Economic Forum is having a, uh, a, a big forum on this to, to put it all into place in January. But they have to have the United States hobbled to be able to do it. That's what's happening, and this will hobble us. I mean, we're already
6: hobbled. Uh, this just kind of puts us out of our misery, doesn't it? Another six week lockdown. What what happens to businesses? Uh, so many restaurants have closed around us where where we live. Uh, the three of us that I, I I just can't believe how many are gone permanently already. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, our movie theater that's near us still hasn't reopened. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know how you survive. After five months or six months of zero income, you don't. I don't know how that happens. you don't. Yeah, you don't right? Yeah. I mean, you don't.
0: I, you're seeing now a lot of these businesses that at the beginning were able to weather uh you know the storm i mean mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you guys but like i have you know an instagram account where i just fo- you know i basically follow a lot of like local businesses and restaurants and little places that we go and just mm-hmm. every day you turn the thing on there's another one saying and like we tried really hard we we lasted four months but this is it we're shutting our doors in a week yeah it's really freaking yeah, depressing it's terrible
7: yeah mm-hmm.
6: because i mean how long can you stay open when you're just doing takeout even if they allow you to be open i mean nice restaurants you're, no. you're not gonna go take out uh
0: I mean, I have, but uh, it's not going to happen very often. <laughs> oh, I have. It's just not as good <laughs> no. when you get it home that I, way. And it would be nice. I don't know if the government, who was you know, who decided to do all these shutdowns, would. I, I mean, it's, it's it wasn't a mystery that this July 31st date was coming, was it? Did the calendar, like, switch? Was it, like, this big, like, haze as to how many weeks until July 31st? Now you're at July 31st, all these programs have run out. I guess we're just going to see what happens. Yeah. We're just going to see what happens. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big uh, fan of spending money from the government, but when you when the government comes in and says, hey, you guys are all going to shut down. And they force it, And yeah. they force you to do yep. it. This is more like a, you know, an, an eminent domain situation. They're just taking mm-hmm. your business for right. a certain amount of time, and that is very mm-hmm. much in the Constitution. Uh, that 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 would be uh, an appropriate use of of this sort of uh, uh, spending. I I don't love it anyway, but still you can't screw every business owner out of their business and then also drop the ball at the deadline. So now none of this money is there for
2: them. I How dare you? They are not doing that. They are not doing that to all businesses. They're, the big businesses are totally fine. The big businesses, their stocks are going up for strangely no apparent reason other than the Fed is printing money and buying those stocks so those companies can, uh, can continue. Amazon's I mean, never been better yeah they're doing fine well amazon is amazon is different amazon and anybody who is on the internet like that i'm talking about you know what about ge 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 is not something that you buy on the internet maybe a no. hairdryer here and there but it's like i want to build an airplane why isn't ge suffering ge stock well, is going up bec- why because they bring because- good things to life right isn't right. that, isn't that right. why <laughs> right, right, said Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, the, uh, the, the Fed is buying the stock market. The Fed is bailing all of these people out. They are uh, um, they're bribing them. Basically, they're bribing them. Look, you are going to survive. Just play ball with us. You'll survive. And they're picking the winners and the losers. It's obscene what is what is happening right now it's absolutely obscene and the ones who are going to pay the biggest price are us this is going to go down as the largest theft in the history of planet earth they have taken Mm -hmm. these small businesses taken their livelihoods away taken their uh their wealth away they have nothing left nothing left and are they getting the loans no, no, no. Is the Fed opening up the coffers and making sure that they're fully financed?
0: No, nope. Do you guys see the Yelp uh, report that they put out about the restaurants? No. In June, they put out a report said that forty-one percent of the restaurants on Yelp uh, that that were temporarily closed are going to be permanent closures. Forty-one percent. I believe it. This month, it's up to fifty-five percent. Jeez, fifty-five oh, percent of all the restaurants on Yelp are not going. I mean, that's oh. an incredible number, right? Wow. Uh, I, I, you know, and restaurants wow. for whatever reason is just the most visible part of this, yeah. and we all talk about there's restaurants, but there's and bars. Oh my god, They're like the bar
6: guys in New Jersey who are trying desperately to do their business and keep getting arrested they get their business boarded up they're not even so in an outbreak zone right now
0: in the boards right
6: and opened it
0: back up yeah and got arrested again uh-huh i i just it's unbelievable that's amazing too because there that's an area where there's not even an ongoing outbreak like yeah. they're still closing yeah. them down even when there's not anything going on I, I, I you mm-hmm. know, some of this is just you can tell, obviously, just, you know, Political. crazily crazy governors grabbing power. And, and, yep. and no,
2: it is it is it is the Democrats that know exactly what's going on. This is a well orchestrated plan. It is. Look what it's doing. It's shoving people into corners where when they're desperate, they either will just go along with any plan or they will rise up look what's happening in pinellas county uh right now i think no it's a pinellas county in arizona the sheriff in arizona has said i'm just going to make a citizen posse and i'm allowing all the residents Mm -hmm. to uh be deputized what is that Stu? what is that that's something i've been saying is
0: going to come for a long long time what is it you never let a crisis go to waste right and they're definitely utilizing that philosophy here Right. And this is the
2: Bubba effect. This is citizens with no recourse, no recourse. They're going to their their sheriffs and the sheriffs are doing right by the people. But there's two forms of justice now. There's the justice that's going to come from the out of control governor and the police force and then those citizens who have been deputized. Uh, and and they're they're acting in the name of the sheriff and they're saying nope not around here you're not going to be doing that around here i mean this is the makings of a civil war and and i don't believe for a second that those people on the uber left and those people really connected those those governors that are really, really connected. You, you, you can guarantee that the governor and the mayor of Seattle and uh, and what's her name in Michigan uh, and Cuomo, they know what this is really all about. You can't do this and expect people to behave themselves, expect people just to take it. Oh, I, I bankrupt, you know, 50 percent of all of the businesses uh, in these small towns. Uh, they're going to be fine. There's Mm. there's nothing there's nothing Mm -hmm. that says that you look at the 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 doctors on what they're saying are is happening to children to children. The CDC just came out and said schools must open. So why aren't schools opening Why aren't schools opening the CDC. Let's let science dictate. They're saying you must open the schools. Because there is a real mental health issue that is affecting
0: all of our children. Nobody seems to care about that.
1: Why? And it's going to be
0: so impossible. Like, they're going to be struggling through this in just bumbling around. Like, there's already, they Mm -hmm. still opened up schools in, I think it was in Indiana, and already day two. They've got like, you know, a few kids testing positive for COVID. So now they're shutting down again. This oh, ga- I mean, think about what this is going to be if you're if you have kids oh. in school, which I do. It's going to be open and close and open and close and open and close until they figure this out.
6: And did you see the uh, county commissioner in uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, who said that the public schools can can reopen? And and you can go physically to school. Okay. But the private schools can't.
2: <laughs> wait, what? Uh, wait, what? Why would uh, that yeah. be? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, I have an update on that. The governor an overturned on it. That. Yeah. The governor the governor yesterday yeah. yesterday afternoon overturned it and thank said goodness. screw you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank,
7: thank goodness. goodness.
2: Huh. I mean, what what kind of world are you living in where that could have stood? And that could have stood in a lot of different cities. Sure could. Uh, in a lot of different states. Uh, I have a story. We have uh, Christy Noman. Uh, she has been uh, blocked along with a bunch of other people uh, from coming to the great state of Texas, believe it or not. I have that story for you mm-hmm. with her in about 40 minutes. Stand by. Alright, I want to talk to you about my pillow. Um, Mike Lindell at My Pillow has just made something brand new that I think you're going to love. Uh, it is a mattress topper. It's made with three layers. It provides superior support, evenly distribute your weight, and regulates the temperature throughout the night. I'm telling you, regulating the temperature is the secret to good sleep. Yes. Four corner straps, they hold your topper in place. All covered with a durable, softest silk fiber. Zips right, zips right off. Completely machine washable. Completely uh, machine dryable. Uh, your bed, if it is uncomfortable, before you get a new mattress, please try the My Pillow mattress topper instead. Uh, if, if it doesn't work, remember this, along with all of the products at MyPillow.com, have a 60-day money-back guarantee, so if it doesn't make your mattress more comfortable and something that you want to sleep on, 60 days you can send it back, no questions asked it's MyPillow.com, right now you'll get 30% off the all-new MyPillow mattress topper, plus you'll get two standard MyPillows in one great bundle at MyPillow.com that's MyPillow.com click on the new radio listener's specials and use the promo code back and receive this offer from mypillow.com
1: promo code back tomorrow night plan to destroy capitalism and reshape the world. Now, now is the time, time. They're calling it The Great Reset. The
4: Great Reset. Great Reset. To shape the system for the post-Corona era.
1: Glenn exposes the global elite's plot to usher in their brave new world. We have to change our economy dramatically. Fundamental to building the future we need. And fights back against the left's march towards fascism. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn.
3: This is the Glenn Beck program.
1: And the winner is Glenn Beck! Wait a minute. Who would nominate Glenn Beck to be inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame? Hello and welcome Wait. to the
2: Glenn Beck program
1: <laughs> Oh yeah I mean this guy Oh my god Just <laughs> trying to be a little
2: more accessible to my peeps uh...
1: Really, Glenn Beck?
2: And in, in other news
1: Well, if you think Glenn Beck should be inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, go to RadioVote.com This guy's brilliant yeah,
2: I think that last statement is uh, mm. is true. Uh, Sean Hannity is coming up in just a few minutes. Oh, Sean uh, ha-
0: stand by, Sean Hannity. He's got a new book out, uh, "Live Free or Die." Uh, yep, also, first book what in it, ten years? Interesting thing about Sean Hannity: he's in the Radio Hall of Fame. In fact, uh, made it in on his first ballot, I believe. Had no problem getting in right away when he was nominated. Just just went, you know, just kind of went right in. It was almost like a foregone conclusion that he was going to get it in. Um, a little a little different than your situation. Your... are uh, what is that, attempt 12, 13, something like that. And, uh... So far, no luck. Uh, unfortunately for y- for you, and- you know,
2: today is the anniversary of Jesse Owens winning four gold medals and sen- uh, and setting, I think, three world records. One of which wasn't uh, beaten until uh, 1960, but he didn't get the uh, Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom until uh, 1976.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so you're you're comparing yourself to this least. story of some in some way, because it's hard to detect what way you could I, possibly I'm not, be. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not
2: saying that, mm-hmm. but I, I'm just saying sometimes it takes a little longer for for some people, and then uh, some people don't ever get in. But, uh, still but
0: got thanks a, for bringing that up. He's still got a gold medal at the Olympics. I don't know if you know that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Thank you, Stu. <laughs> Thank you for that.
2: <laughs> Sean Hannity. A member of the Radio Hall of Fame uh, does, does join us next. His new book, already number one, Live Free or Die, America and the World on the Brink. He's joining us next. First, let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're looking to sell your house, now is the time to sell your house. Uh, and and you got to have the right real estate agent. Now, you want a hall as of fame. always. Real,
0: this is like a Hall of Fame for real estate agents right here. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I
2: don't know what you're setting up, but uh, I don't like it, No, still. I'm just saying these, these people have already been like...
0: inducted into the Real Estate Agent mm. Hall of Fame. Like, they're not just nominees. Let's put it that way.
2: Anyway, uh, they're the ones that can help you sell your house or buy the, the next house, your next house, in the right neighborhood for the right price. You need an expert, especially in times like these. Uh, we recommend real realestateagentsitrust.com. Do your own homework. Interview. Interview real estate agents. Don't just take the first one. That We're going to send you what we think are the best real estate agents in your area, but I want you to do your own homework and feel right about it. You're sp- Smart enough to figure it out. It's real That's real Mister Sean Hannity is coming up. A lot of people would say it's hyperbole to say live free or die America and the world on the brink, but it's not. It is absolutely true. And Sean Hannity has named his new book, first book in 10 years, live free or die America and the world on the brink. We talk to him in 60 seconds.
3: This is the Glenn Beck program.
2: I'm sure you're familiar with AARP, but were you aware that there's also conservative alternative? We really need to start going with people who back our values amac is that it was founded by an air force veteran dan weber and when you go with amac you're getting true value for your membership things like discounts on your car insurance hotels roadside assistance dental plans even cell phone service options that you might not otherwise have and many more benefits to make your life easier and save you money but here's the kicker on top of all of that amac represents courage faith and reasoning All good things uh, that uh, we need right now. Things like individual liberty, free speech, freedom of religion, the Second Amendment, the sanctity of life. Wouldn't you rather belong to an organization that fights for your values, these values, and stands up for your God-given freedoms? stand with amac as they fight the good fight by becoming a member today the benefits are great but the cause is greater join right now at amac.us slash beck that's a-m-a-c dot u-s slash beck amac better better for you better for america man who needs needs zero introductions got his uh first book out in 10 years sean hannity author of live free and die and the sean hannity show hello sean how are you
5: Glenn? great to be with you. we have not talked in way too long uh uh and don't think i forgot you Stu and pat you know going at me pretty harsh <laughs> in 2016 and uh, oh, by the way Let bygones be bygones. Uh, I have nothing but enormous respect for you guys, all that you have accomplished and do accomplish. And, you know, can I add one thing on this, if you don't mind? Point of privilege. It's funny. (laughs) I I totally get that there were friends of mine and conservative friends of mine that doubted that Donald Trump would govern as a conservative. Totally get it. You know, he, he donated to Democrats, he donated to Republicans, et cetera. Hillary was at his wedding or whatever, but I've known him for 25 years. So I, I felt like I was putting my entire credibility on the line when I told him that. I, 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 I can understand on paper why people would think, oh, is he really pro-life? Is he really pro-Israel? Is he really um, committed to originalists on the court? And I, and I think it's come true. Um, And we had a slight disagreement, but you've always been so kind to me. Let me use your studio for how long uh, for free. Uh, Just amazingly generous. So thank you. And thanks. I'd
2: like to reclaim my time, please. I'm reclaiming (laughs) my time, please. Sean, um, you you have been on the bandwagon as as I have been that we are going down into really dangerous times. And I am amazed how far we have slipped. Uh, if it wasn't for donald trump i think we would be toast by now if donald trump loses this election uh, i don't think america exists Um, the the coordination in all of these things um, that is happening around the world and here in america is outrageous obvious and yet very few people are reporting on it
5: they'll never report on it you know i use the line almost daily, Donald Trump cured cancer, that they would want to impeach him. You know, at the bottom of the book, Glenn, and I, this is the, I always hated, I, only, I did three previous books, the last one 10 years ago, I always hated my picture on a book, I hate it. And I really put, wanted to get this right. It says in Latin, my working title writing in this book was Live Free or America Dies, and what you just said is a thousand percent right. It's all on the line. There's a part of me that's scared to death, In 91 days if if the stated Biden agenda is implemented and that is okay now now he's plagiarized even Bolshevik Bernie's uh, socialist socialism almost word for word he's promising trillions of dollars to AOC's insane Green New Deal in the process will also eliminate the lifeblood of the world's economy oil gas coal uh, those are tens of millions of jobs, high-paying career jobs for our fellow Americans, and we finally became energy independent, independent and the world's largest oil producer. That's huge. But on every single issue, every one, from the courts, you know, Biden will raise taxes. It's amnesty. It's the United Sanctuary States of America. It's appeasement, like Barack and Joe did with the mullahs in Iran with 150 billion. Uh, There's been no greater friend to Israel than Donald Trump. I I don't even know what Joe's policies are. There'll be no vetting of Biden the way people like me and you. You vetted Barack Obama, I vetted Barack Obama. We took a lot of heat for vetting Barack Obama, a lot. And, but the rest of the media wouldn't. The media is so corrupt, they are nothing but propaganda, all things radical democratic socialist. And they are cheering. They they wake up every second of every day hating this president. That let, let's go pre coronavirus, and if you want, we can talk about that. That created record low unemployment that Joe and Barack never dreamed of creating. And the president mm-hmm. said so it couldn't be done. Those, so those jobs so ain't
2: right. So we just talked about um, on Yelp, fifty percent of the restaurants on Yelp are now gone, closed forever. Um, what is the plan? The The Federal Reserve is saying that now we have to shut down for another hard six weeks. Um, this is insanity, Sean, and I know the president knows that. Wall Street's doing well because they're being bailed out uh, with their stocks by the Federal Reserve. Where is the president, uh, and how is he going to help the small business person who is really... St- struggling
5: listen small business is the heart and soul of the country you, you we it, it cannot yes. be an option now the cdc about a week and a half ago put out their latest restrictions and what they said and anecdotally because i live in i say this affectionately for adam schiff it, it, when this was a shift show the epicenter of this virus mm-hmm. in new york and i was here and i'm watching it i remember within like 36 hours 18,000 new cases in long island talking to my friends working in hospitals very bad the country demanded the shutdown okay we nobody knew what we were dealing with everybody got everything wrong the med- the, the experts got it wrong the models were wrong and so based on the little we knew because china lied to the world this all could have been prevented which drives me insane i'm so angry but to go to a shutdown would be a disaster. Now, we've learned certain things. We've learned like, for example, what DeSantis did and he's getting hammered because they have the second wave down there, but he went in immediately and and mobilized every single agency in the state of Florida and they protected the people in the villages, every nursing home, every long-term care facility. If you look at Mm -hmm. Florida or Texas, their total death toll doesn't match just one of the worst days in New York. Because we learned we've got to protect the elderly, compromised immune systems, uh, those that have underlying conditions. Okay. So the question is about the economy. Now, if you can't shut it down, the CDC says if you wear masks four to six weeks, we will eradicate the virus. Um, I've been an early mask advocate because anecdotally, Glenn, I was going out every week, once or twice a week, to my local grocery store my drugstore, every single week I'd see the same people. They were all in masks, they had the plastic at the cashier, although I do the, my own checkout. And mm-hmm. I, every, I, I got to be friends with this one kid, uh, you know, who stocked the shelves every week. Now remember this too, if the economy ever shut down and farmers didn't farm, packers didn't pack and truckers didn't truck, and guys like this young kid, Robert, I put him on my radio show, because I'd see him every week like everybody else in that store. And every week I'd say, has anyone gotten this virus? The answer was no. Like, okay, same with my local drugstore. I have two, actually, Rite Aid and CVS. Same thing in both of them. Nobody got it. They wore the mask. So I've been an advocate of the mask. The CDC is saying that's the case. Now, I'm not for mandatory anything. I'm a freedom guy. But Mm -hmm. for me, I choose, and I've said this, I choose to wear it. For, because my, my parents are, are long gone, my, my grandparents are long gone, but if I ever got it, I wouldn't want to get somebody else's parents or grandparents sick. And the other thing, selfishly, Glenn, I want to go to a baseball game. I want to go to a football game. <laughs> I want life to turn to normal. And, and we can't do it. You have temperature checks when you walk in. They actually have these turnstiles, Glenn, where you can walk through. It takes everybody's temperature in record time. Have a high temperature, you can't come in today. Here's a ticket for another day. Here we just just cash this in. So for restaurants it's harder. I, I'm a little worried we I have not gotten a definitive answer about whether or not it, if, if this can get in air conditioning systems. If we do that coupled with and again, this is only this is gonna be a short period of time that Americans I would ask them voluntarily to do it, because we are we've made so much progress with a therapeutics. You have Moderna, you have AstraZeneca. You know, we're now in final phase trials of a vaccine, and then, by the way, there may be people that don't want to take it. Nobody should get forced to take that. They don't want to take it; they shouldn't have to. And, but the fact that we've been able to break down the sequence of the virus in like six weeks and could have a potential vaccine in nine months would be mind blowing—a mind blowing historical breakthrough of monumental proportions. Because this is the worst pandemic since 1918. So. That would help. Now, can we get all of those businesses back up and running again? I doubt it. You know, you talk, my father was a, a waiter on weekends, You know, trying to send me and my sisters to, to Catholic schools. Um, I stay in touch. I only go to like four restaurants and I, I'm best friends with all the guys. I've gotten to know them all. I've stayed in touch with all of them throughout the pandemic, um, tried to help them. Just mention their, their names on, on air. My security guy goes. Are you stupid? And I said, I care more about my friends. I'm not worried about people knowing I go to my favorite restaurants. So it's tough. They've adapted. Every single restaurant now is an outdoor seating, usually in in Long Island, for example. Um, They also take out, drive up, take out. That has been booming. And I urge people, you know what? Even though you can't go out to your favorite restaurant, just go, you know, go anyway, go pick up food support your local community your local business so that they're there for you and I, I think it's going to be therapeutics I think it's going to be a little bit of a discipline by the American people I do like mass social distancing you don't want to get somebody's mom or grandma sick and and I think we're over this you know sometime in the fall my guess. I think pretty I, I feel pretty certain very optimistic about that and that would be American goodness, greatness, and innovation and ingenuity you know, at its best. That's what we love about freedom, Glenn. That's what patents and okay. love about freedom. Okay.
2: Let me take a quick a, break. A quick break. I, I'm getting my, I'm voice, getting back, my voice back, please. Uh, Mix minus. Um, but uh, we'll take a quick break and come back. And I want to ask you, in the book, you lay out the case uh, really well of what happened um, with the impeachment, et cetera, et cetera. And I just want to know. Do you think anyone is going to actually go to jail is are we going to see movement on this we keep hearing that movement is coming movement is coming and then nothing. Uh, And I feel as though the president really needs to clean things out uh, of the deep state and do a deep cleaning. And I'm wondering if you think it's coming. Uh, We're talking to Sean Hannity. The name of his book, Live Free or Die. The first book from Sean in uh, 10 years. We continue in just a minute. First, let me tell you about rec tech. When you think about food that's hot off the grill, uh, a nice thick steak, marbled, mm -hmm -hmm, big juicy burger, lunch. Both sides with grill marks. Flames shoot up all around it. The fat sizzles. I mean, I'm one of the weird people that uh, like that. I mean, I know most just think about, oh, vegetables, you know, maybe some tofu whatever whatever um smart grill technology will help you be a master griller from rectech rectech allows you to control the cooking of your food from an app at the touch of a button the app is on your phone so you're in the air conditioning and you can know exactly what's happening with your grill and the food it does all of the work uh i've been using mine now for months now and i am a mu- i haven't burnt anything and I always burn anything I grill. Follow Rectech on all social media. Sign up for their newsletter and check out the best built made, uh, the, the best made uh, grill that is built here in America. It's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q. That's Q with, at the end of it. It's Rectech with a Q dot com. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Ten second station ID. okay so you go through the the russian hoax and the impeachment it takes you a couple of chapters to do it you go over the media what i want to know sean is is anyone of substance susan rice anyone of substance going to be held accountable and uh are they going to jail
5: look i don't have the definitive answer um i can tell you Glenn, I literally created on, on both radio and TV an ensemble cast. And I remember the first story we did, it was about surveillance, unmasking, leaking raw intelligence. The first show we did with John Solomon, Sarah Carter, was in March of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember we were together and I said to them, guys, there's so much more to this unpeel every layer of the onion let's get to the bottom of this i spent well over three years now the mob and the media they were pushing their conspiracy theory russia hoax which we now know house intelligence committee those interviews with all those obama people guess what we had no evidence no evidence no evidence Page and Strzok texted each other they had no evidence comey knew now my fear glenn This is an important point, is that we watched all these other guys go to jail for process crimes. You watch what happened to Manafort, pre-dawn raid. You saw what happened to this kid Mm -hmm. Papadopoulos, Roger Stone. Mm -hmm. Do we really need pre-dawn raid? 29 guys, tactical gear, frogmen with CNN cameras that just happened to be there, just so happened to show up at the right time. Mm -hmm. Um, Do we really need that? No. Well, if you look at the Inspector general's report, well, there have been referrals for people like Comey and McCabe and others for the exact same process crime that Roger Stone, they want to put in jail for until he died. And what's at stake, and this is what's critical here and why Durham, that we've got to get to where you're saying or we might as well shred our Constitution, uh, which I know you love and revere as I do, and take the rule of law and take equal application of our laws and it's gone, just like if Biden, who's now adopted Bolshevik Bernie's economic agenda, plagiarized it, word for word, most of it, and AOC's Green New Deal, where he's pledging to spend trillions of taxpayer dollars on madness, simultaneously eliminating gas, oil, and coal, which is insanity, with this lofty promise that we are going to give you everything for free, of a whole chapter socialism, yeah a history Mm -hmm. of failure so my answer to you is the only thing i can tell you is it took forever to get the the horowitz inspector general report but it was damning and it confirmed all the work me my ensemble cast i know you were covering a lot of this uh had uh, been able to unfold we worked hard now he didn't have the power to convene a grand jury or indict john durham does listening to bill barr the attorney general he at one point said, this isn't about a report. He goes, no, this is a criminal investigation. It is incontrovertible. The evidence is overwhelming right now. We could start mm-hmm. with Hillary. She violated 18 U.S.C. 793, the Esp- Espionage Act. I can promise you, Glenn Beck, that if you ever had subpoenaed emails you decided to delete them and then bust up mm-hmm. uh, or clean mm-hmm. your hard drive with something I had never heard of, the world knows now, bleach bit and break up your devices, Glenn Beck, I would probably go visit you in a prison somewhere with a cake and a file in it to get you out of jail, so I can sneak you out. But that would be real. Now, if you or I or anybody in in, in, the, in the vast audience that you have and that you reach every day, if any of them ever went into a courtroom, I wouldn't even go into Judge Judy's courtroom. And you know, you were warned, you were told, they were told in August of 2016, numerous times that the dirty dossier, which we now know even the New York Times finally admitted, Russian disinformation from the beginning. We did have Russian interference. They were trying to help Hillary in that case. Okay, you take information that is unverifiable, now debunked completely, total lie, says on the top of a FISA warrant, verified. And then you go before a court and you are told that uh, that don't trust Christopher Steele, that it's not been verified that Hillary paid for it. And as McCabe said, the deputy FBI director, without that dirty dossier, you do not get those FISA applications to take away Carter Page's civil liberties and constitutional rights. But even more sinister, to spy on a presidential candidate, Glenn Beck, this is the United Beep Beep States of America. Seriously? We're gonna spy on presidential candidates? We're going to abuse, and again, the 1% abuse power, and then then it's transition team. Then we're going to spy deep into the Trump presidency. If we, the evidence is overwhelming and incontrovertible now. They did it all, and they're all guilty.
2: If we we don't uh, see people go to jail, um, we are living in a banana republic, uh, and I hope that Donald Trump pushes this and puts real people in jail for it because it is a real threat to the nation it's a uh, the uh, the new book is called live live free or die america and the world on the brink it's available now uh sean tells you the problems but also about the future of american freedom and our roaring comeback
3: this is the glenn beck program
2: all right, let me tell you about, uh, let me tell you about our sponsor, uh, It's Simply Safe. Look, we all really have to uh, uh, do what, we're, what we need to do to protect our family right now. There are people that are uh, uh, not exactly, uh, they don't care about your property. And if you can't protect your property, well, it becomes their property. Simply Safe is the easiest, cheapest way and most effective way to make sure that your property and your family is protected, Simply Safe makes it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market. Their state of the art equipment, round the clock monitoring, makes Simply Safe the first name in the business. And when you pay her how Simply Safe, how easy it is to set it up, you don't need anybody, there's no contracts, 50 cents a day. You've got a no brainer. It's Simply Safe. Go to SimplySafeBec.com right now. Get a free HD security camera. That's SimplySafeBec.com. Make sure you let them know that I sent you. It's SimplySafebeck.com. More in a second with Governor Christy Nome from South Dakota. Next.
0: And you can get Glenn into the Radio Hall of Fame. RadioVote.com is the place to go vote. You have until August 9th. RadioVote.com.
2: This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I'm ashamed of. I'm ashamed of Dallas, Texas. Really, am. Uh, Dallas has become so unbelievably uh, liberal and uh, uh, Marxist, and the cities in Dallas are all being lost. Uh, to george soros and his cronies and um, all the money that's going in to fix these elections Uh, the city of dallas has just canceled the young americans for liberty convention this is something that had been in the works for months the city has known about it it starts on thursday last night at the loading dock of the omni hotel uh they were told uh that uh, the city was cancelling uh, their convention now this is a city that has had all of the pro you know black lives matter rallies they don't have a problem with it etc cetera, etc cetera. uh young Americans for liberty the convention that they the city kept trying to put roadblock after roadblock and they complied to all of them social distancing had to have face masks etc cetera, etc cetera. it was a million dollar convention uh that already people were their way they were on the loading dock and the city didn't have the balls to say anything they told the omni and the omni had been great the omni had bent over backwards the omni wanted the business uh and the city called and said you have to tell them and so on the loading loading dock the the manager of the omni came out and said sorry guys the the city has canceled uh this event there were a hundred elected officials 250 in, uh, investors that were set to attend many of them are still flying in um and i want to know is there a is there a a city within the dallas area that would like a convention to come in it has room for a thousand or fourteen hundred people uh, they are, they are looking for another home, uh, and, uh, they're looking for a hotel and, you know, restaurants and that'd be quite a boom to, uh, some city, anybody, anybody want them, anybody want them contact us or YAL, uh, if you contact us, we'll put you, um, in touch. Uh, this is this is a disgrace that it's happening in our city one of the speakers was supposed to be governor christy noem she's uh the republican uh governor from south dakota she's on with us now hi christy how are you governor
8: i'm i'm doing great glenn you can call me christy <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> so you were you were going to attend this is i mean have you seen anything like this from a major city before?
8: Well, I think it's surprising coming from Texas. I mean, they're the home of the Alamo, uh, the come and take it flag. It's supposed to be one of the best places in America, Uh, you know, in a state that stood up and protected people's liberties, God-given rights. These young people were all coming to exercise their First Amendment freedom of assembly and to have the city of Dallas pull the rug out from underneath them, I think is an absolute shame. They have their staging banners, their tech equipment already in the parking lot. And did they do this to protesters, the BLM movement? Uh, You know, they didn't. So, uh, you know, that's just what is shocking to me is what's happening um, in areas and what people that have traditionally been reasonable are now willing to justify in their minds.
2: So, uh, Christy, we are just going down into uh, a very dark place. Half the country is, is is looking at this stuff and saying this is crazy but it's not happening in their area and so they, they might think that this is isolated um, and the other the other half of the country h- has just slid into some sort of fascism or, or authoritarianism.
8: You know, what people need to remember and what so few people are talking about is that the one simple truth in America is that government has the power that it does because the people consent to it. And we have consented specifically to a government that serves all of us equally, uh, that it's going to protect and uphold the fundamental rights enumerated by our constitution. And that's what I see being broken each and every day in this country by what's happening in these areas. And people need to wake up um, and they need to really start speaking out when this starts when these types of inequalities start to happen and how government is is laying burdens on individuals that have a certain uh, typical traits, and then they're not doing it to others.
2: The governor of, I think it's Maryland, uh, just called BS on this, but as of yesterday, uh, before he ruled on this, uh, the state of Maryland was going to open public schools back up But close all private schools, which is directly what the teachers unions are asking for. They want a moratorium on all uh, private schools, on all religious schools and uh, all charter schools. Just the public schools would be coming back. Uh, uh, Your thoughts on opening schools back up.
8: Well, we are opening our schools on time here in South Dakota. Every school will be opened up. They're each doing it a little bit differently according to what works for their buildings, facilities, and their staff. But I have consistently talked about why these kids need to be in schools. And in Maryland, those folks need to push back on that and use every legal opportunity and tool that they have to make sure that they're fighting these battles now because so many people are tired and they're not, they're not really pushing on this. And this is the time where you're really fighting for what our country looks like the next 50 years. But in South Dakota, you know, we have talked about why these kids need to be in school. They've only accomplished about 70% of their learning potential uh, in reading uh, outside of the classroom. So we know we've lost 30% proficiency there and math, it's over half that isn't being garnered so our kids while we have to capitalize on their opportunities to learn when they're young are missing out on that and we're we're detrimentally impacting them for the rest of their lives and then i've got in some school districts up to 30 percent of the students that we don't know where they are they simply don't have a simple Mm. or a stable home life they don't have parents that are doing their jobs Um, and we hate this the fact that the school has to play this role in kids lives but the reality is that they do we don't know if they're being fed we don't know if they're um, being neglected and when those kids come into that building and those teachers lay eyes on them many times that is when we find out a situation that's going on at home that needs to be addressed or intervention needs to happen so When that is happening in South Dakota and some of our school districts, we know it's happening across the country. And for the sake of those kids that are the most vulnerable, get them into a school to where other people can see what the quality of their life has been like and help them reach their potential and intervene if they need it.
2: I'm really uh, torn about my kids going back to school. I want my kids to go back into school. They really need it. They were homeschooled for a long time, but they're both in high school, and it's, it's time for them to be with their peers, and they enjoy it, and they're having a, a heck of a time uh, with struggling through, for, through what is going on now. Um, However, I'm 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 also very aware that the 1619 project is coming into schools. I, I know who the teachers' unions are. I know that. I mean, it's it's almost a lose lose in many ways. Uh, are you doing anything to make sure that real history is being taught and not all this social justice, Black Lives Matter bull crap?
8: Well, that it was- say that. You might, well, no, that's totally fine. We brought a bill my first session, I was governor to put more civics in the classroom. I just I started pushing it as soon as I was governor. It was shocking to me because my Republican legislature rejected it. Um, but I'm going to oh continue to push uh, to make sure that that we get this type of history. And maybe this type of situation will educate folks on how important it is that we know our history so we aren't doomed to repeat it. But I uh, You know, we don't have to look far to find out um, how we're breaking our system uh, here in this country right now by allowing these leaders to overstep the authorities that they have in a time of crisis and take away our freedoms and liberties. So uh, the more we, we talk about it, the more we educate our kids, the more we can ensure that we keep America special.
2: It's amazing uh, to me, even though the Republicans have the Senate and the White House, uh, how how much control still is being held uh, by the extremists who really want to just take our country um, apart. And I don't think most people even know uh, where to turn uh, at this point. You have the Federal Reserve, the chair in Minnesota, now saying that we need a hard lockdown of another uh, six weeks at least. We have businesses all over the country. Fifty percent of small businesses are just not making it. They're not going to make it uh i mean this isn't what we bargained for this is not what we agreed to do you see an end to this
8: well a couple of things glenn um you know don't get me started on the dysfunction in dc referred i spent eight years out there in congress and what would fix that place would be uh, rules process i mean they have broken the system so poorly that that's why we're in the situation that we have you know in south dakota here if i have a bill it's going to automatically get a hearing. doesn't matter what the bill's on, it's going to get a hearing. If it passes three days later, it's going to be on the floor for a vote. If it passes the House, the Senate has to take it up and debate it in a committee and put it through the process. And then if it gets passed by the House and the Senate, then it's on my desk. That kind of process in D.C. would fix 90% of what's wrong with this country because these guys have figured out a system and set up rules committees where they can change the rules every single day every bill can be voted on in a different rule and they can completely ignore pieces of legislation that the other body is doing and they do it to keep from making tough votes so if they just had to deal with the reality of the ideas that are there and have Mm -hmm. hearings on them that would fix a lot of this the second part of that is get rid of the tvs Uh, because everything I see in D.C. is posturing. It's a speech for a political purpose, and it's not legislating, and it's not having real debate on issues. And and people are scared to even ask real questions out there because of how it'll be turned on them on TV and used forever against them. So that's what is breaking a lot of D.C. But I think going forward, we have to have The fortitude to make sure that we're focused on reality. People should not be waking up every day scared, um, and Glenn and and are worried. And I think that's what our leaders need to do. Is when you have a time like this, which is unprecedented in the challenge that we face, it gives us a unique opportunity to wake up optimistic and be have leaders that that focus on the things we can do together and respect the personal responsibility and decisions that other people are making, even though you differ with them on what they're doing for their families, let them do that, make the decisions that are best for you. And that's what America is. That's, that's why people came to this country is because they wanted to make decisions for themselves and they knew they wouldn't be persecuted for their belief system here in this country and have equal opportunity. And our leaders aren't even demonstrating that. So it's gonna take a, a, a unique opportunity. And look at our kids. They're waking up every day listening to adults talk about how scared and worried they are. That's doing real damage to them. And we need to grow up ourselves as adults and start talking about some of the optimistic, wonderful things that we have in our lives and the opportunities in front of us if we get the right people making those decisions.
2: Christy Nome, uh, the governor of uh, of South Dakota. Thank you so much for being on. I hope that we find a place here in Texas that will host you and uh, the rest of uh, YAL, so you can come down to Texas this weekend and and experience real freedom in the well, uh, in the great to, state of Texas.
8: If they, if they want to pack up and head up to South Dakota, we'll have them. That'd be wonderful.
2: <laughs> Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Uh, all you right, good. our sp- sponsor this half hour is zip recorder. Nothing worse than having to fire an employee unless of course it's having to hire one in the first place the former involves a lot of weeping and sorrow on the part of everybody involved but the latter involves a lot of weeping and sorry uh, sorrow just for you business is really tricky especially right now in the weird landscape of the american economy and workforce hiring is one of the trickiest parts i mean you got plenty of things to focus on when to open up how to open up whether or not people wear masks whether your next employee is a Black Lives Matter supporter and you're not, or whether you're a Black Lives Matter and they're not, I mean, how do you even navigate? ZipRecruiter shines. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate for their job within the first day. That's a track record that is really hard to beat. ZipRecruiter takes the process of hiring to a new level and in the process is going to make your job a lot easier. So try it for free. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for so many businesses of all sizes. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com back. That's zip. Recruiter.com slash B-E-C-K. ZipRecruiter.com slash back. Try it now. You're listening to I think I'm going in for a COVID test today. Stu's been trying to tell me, but I I just don't want the swab down the throat in the nose. Uh, but uh.
0: I told you about the saliva test. I mean, we had a great discussion about saliva earlier, and I thought you know you would be I thought you'd be receptive to that, but apparently not. I'd rather do that than the nose, the thing up the nose, uh, situation. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just, I am, I'm pounded by this time every day. I, you know, do two hours of the show and then by the third hour I'm just exhausted. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I don't have a fever, which is, which is the main sign, I guess. Uh, but you know, a doctor told me yesterday, no, that's, that doesn't always has to, yeah. no, you don't always have to have the fever. So it's like this, 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 this this virus that could be anything
0: yeah you know what i mean it's interesting like like, oh you you
2: broke your leg yeah
0: covid covid (laughs) i mean what there's a lot of crazy symptoms and stuff but you talk to people who've had it i mean i've talked to many of them and they it's real like your wife has it right now oh no she's it's she's not feeling good Uh,
2: (laughs) no she turned the corner yesterday she was starting to feel (laughs) better uh which is good because i'm starting to cur. i'm starting to go the other direction now i've been fine uh, and now I'm starting to go the other direction. Finally, some good news
0: from this pandemic. I think that's what everyone was rooting for: your wife to get better and you to get worse.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it, I think that's what it is. I mean, you know, it's it's. May I? I mean, I hate to say this, but mm. it it may be one of my last broadcasts. Oh no! And the only thing I the only thing I want in life is to to go out winning the Hall of Fame uh, Radio Hall of Fame award. And uh, gosh, I. I just I just wish I could win that before I passed on.
0: Oh. Uh, I wish there was something people could do. I think you can go to radiovote.com. Uh, that might be able to be the cure. I don't know.
2: Maybe Stu maybe it might be too late but no, it's but's nice. go there. <laughs> people should go there quickly. Could be the last time you hear from me this I is the Glenn Beck program. When you're listening to the Glenn Beck program, you expect us every day to give you a good, solid dose of sports, and uh, that's why we're we're having on with us <laughs> the most listened to, most watched, and read figures in the world of sports on a daily basis. Who is it? In sixty seconds, we'll introduce you.
3: This is the Glenn Beck program. <laughs>
2: You don't need to tell me that. I I know all these things. Anyway, Relief Factor. I want to talk to you about if you're in uh, constant pain. Now, I cannot uh, recommend Relief Factor if you have a pain in the uh, lower regions uh, caused by somebody like Stu uh, or (laughs) the Democratic Party or a BLM member. I can't. uh, But Relief Factor will make the inflammation in your body go away and you will be able uh, to... Uh, uh, live your life again If your life has been lost You think because you can't do the things That you've used to be able to do Because you're in pain Please try Relief Factor I know you've tried everything before But 70% of the people who try it Go on to order more Because it works just like it has for me I take it three times a day I have for the last uh, two years Going on three years uh, And you can get yours at ReliefFactor.com Call 800-500-8384 ReliefFactor.com. Try it for three weeks. See if it doesn't work for you. 800 500 8384 ReliefFactor.com. Clay Travis, an author, radio show host, lawyer, TV analyst, uh, and founder and lead writer of Outkick. I mean, in- The guy is hogging all of the jobs in America, uh, and uh, it's pissing me off. Clay Travis, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing
9: well. How are you guys? Appreciate you having me. Uh,
2: You bet. You bet. Uh, Now, I know when you think sports, you immediately think Glenn Beck, uh, but (laughs) there are some people in the listening audience that are not as good at uh, sports talk as I am, of course, Uh, so feel free to talk down. Uh, To me, Um, Clay, I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things. First of all, uh, these companies that are lecturing us, uh, ESPN, uh, the NBA that are lecturing us about how to live our lives and uh, and social justice. And then uh, we find out NBA China, the academies over there, uh, they were horror shows and everybody knew about it.
9: Yeah, it's it's in, in the height of hypocrisy, uh, I, I think. For people out there who aren't aware, the NBA in particular wants to brand itself as a socially justice-laden league, and they want to convince everybody that if you're not supporting the NBA, you're a horrible human being, and they've, look, they've put social justice messages on their jerseys, they put it literally on the court, nobody is standing for the national anthem. Uh, Every single game, it's a triple header there of social justice activism. Yet simultaneously, they are cashing checks for hundreds of millions or billions of dollars from China. Uh, In what I'm sure you agree with me is the closest thing to modern Nazism. I know it's a Mm -hmm. uh, communist-based government, but if you were trying to analogize to modern society, look, they're they're, uh, aggressively taking over uh, Hong Kong, they want Taiwan, the South China Sea, uh, and certainly they're pulling books literally out of libraries. They are fundamentally opposed to basic human rights, the First Amendment, to religious freedom, and they have concentration camps. That sounds very similar to the authoritarianism that we saw from Nazi Germany. And so I think what I'm asking and what many people out there who are reasonably intelligent are asking is, wait a minute, how can you simultaneously lecture America and uh, try to tear down American values while bending the knee to China? You say, if, uh, if we shut up and dribble, it's racist in America. But if China pays you enough money, you'll shut up and dribble about much worse abuses that are going on in their country. And frankly, I think the average American uh, is, is up to their eyeballs in the hypocrisy and can't stand for it.
2: So what do you think uh, about the ratings uh, that are that are just tanking right now? I heard that last time that people were sick of it and the ratings were going down, but it, it didn't seem to be actually accurate this time i just read that nba and major league baseball ratings are in the tank is that true and is this happening because people are sick of it
9: well so there's a fascinating sort of interplay that's going on right now so for people who haven't been paying attention we are dealing with the wildest august of sports that we've ever seen they start at noon eastern and go till midnight every day in the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball and golf as well. And the storyline so far has been there's a huge pent-up demand for sports to return and initially there is a massive blip. Uh we saw it with NASCAR, we saw it with Major League Baseball, we saw it with UFC, we saw it with PGA related events. NBA didn't go up. Uh in fact, the NBA actually went down a little bit uh on averages right out of the gates. And since then, the numbers have continued to decline. So whereas every other league in particular saw this massive uptake in interest, the NBA has been trending below their average season interest before they ever shut down at all. For people like Why do you me, think? what that mean? I, I think it's because of uh, the politics. Look, there, there are very few people I believe you gain by deciding to be political in the world of sports, by which I mean... There are very few people who say, oh, I'm not going to watch this sport because there isn't enough politics mixed in with it, right? (laughs) There's very few people who say that. Most people, Glenn, they want to get a beer, they want to kick their feet up, and they want to escape the serious things in life. That's why they watch sports, right? They don't want to watch Fox News or uh, MSNBC or CNN or or local news or whatever else. They don't want to think about the coronavirus, They want to just have a beer, kick their feet up, and escape the serious things in life. For a very long time, back in the day when everybody bought newspapers, uh, the sports section was called the toy chest of life, right? Like even as an adult, you'd feel a little bit better as you open the sports page because it's a recitation of men's successes, whereas very often uh, the rest of the newspaper is a recitation of men's failures, right? And Mm. so I believe that the people that you are gaining are minuscule to non-existent by being political and that you're losing a ton. And my argument has been, Glenn, that that's because many people out there think of the average NBA viewer as a 16-year-old on Instagram. Uh, In reality, the average NBA viewer is a 55-year-old guy in the Midwest, uh, and that guy might well have voted for Donald Trump. You know, there are millions of people, if not tens of millions, that overlap between NBA fans who may be Republican or have voted for Donald Trump. And so when you're telling those people, hey, you're awful human beings, well, why in the world would I want to support uh, your league with my free time when there are a lot of other things that I could choose to do instead?
0: It's interesting, Clay. I mean, this is is the United States of America, and I've always kind of been of the opinion that we're going to put up with a lot of stuff to watch sports. I mean, you know, as an Eagles fan, if Carson Wentz joins ISIS tomorrow, I'm probably still watching. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. But there is a limit, right? And I feel like, you know, just watching the NBA the past few days, I mean, the limit, it's constantly in your face. Every interview is about what they think about the national anthem. It's as if these games mean absolutely nothing. And that is not a way to sell your sport.
9: Well, here's the larger context. I, and people say, like, hey, you need to use your platform for uh, to advance better causes and all these different things. What I said on my radio show this morning, and I host uh, the na- nationwide Fox Sports Radio morning show, was I said, hey, you know, murders are up, according to yesterday's front page Wall Street Journal, 24% in the 50 mm-hmm. largest uh, cities in this country. I think there's a strong argument to be made that the protests in the NBA aren't just alienating viewers. I think you can make an argument that they are making America less safe for the people that they claim that they care about the most because there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people who are dying in inner cities and in cities in America today because the NBA and other sports leagues have effectively, whether they want to acknowledge it directly or not, Decided to demonize law enforcement and make the police the enemy of their league and the enemy of their country, when in reality, we never talk about the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of lives that police save every single year in this country. And so when you don't let police do their jobs because you're arguing they're all awful human beings based on the actions of a handful that deserve to be prosecuted. I think you can make an argument that not only is the NBA making it worse for themselves and their own sport, which is at least a business and people can respond to it. I think there's a strong argument that the NBA is actually making things worse in America right now and leading to Hmm. more deaths than there would be if they had, in fact, just played the games.
2: So how does this this play out? I mean, when you're looking at this, I mean, I think isn't drew Brees is still apologizing this morning he's still yeah. behind a microphone apologizing uh when you have people just scared out of their wits that they're going to lose everything if they don't abide how do you get this to be changed i mean what well, happens all, from yeah, here
9: i I believe in markets, right? I'm a capitalist. I know that sometimes that's a, a bad word to use in America today. Mm, uh, not but here. I believe that, that ultimately pocketbook decisions dictate everything, right? And so uh, what we're doing at Outkick is we're throwing punches back. We're like the only if people out there are like, man, I like sports, but I've lost my, you know, sort of, uh, sort of, ballywick there you can go read outkick and you can listen to us and we're throwing punches back at what we think are bad arguments but yesterday i had one of my partners at outkick.com jason whitlock on with me who's fantastic i think i think the most talented sports writer in america and he's got a whale of a column uh, that's up on our site today about george floyd and uh, and, and the challenges that is brought to bear on sports and some of the poor decisions that are being made. Uh, but he said, and I think this is true, and I think it's not just true for sports writers, there's a lot of people out there who 100% disagree with the direction that sports are going, even in our sports media industry. But they're like, man, I got a job that pays me seventy-five or $80,000 a year. I got a kid in college. I got a kid that, uh, that I'm hoping to put in college sometime soon. And it's just not worth me rocking the boat to point out that I disagree when we're in such a universe now where if you have the wrong opinion, you lose your job. So I think what's important is one, everybody out there listening make their own decision on a day-to-day basis about how they spend their free time based on whether they feel like they are being respected or not, uh, and whether they're getting their dollar of enjoyment out of it or not. But two, I think you need to support people who are throwing punches back so that there becomes more of a marketplace idea in the world of sports. Glenn, I'll give you an example. Uh, one of the kids who stood up, when I say kid because he's a young guy, uh, was, a, uh, was a guy named, uh, last name Isaac, right? Uh, and uh, he's an Orlando Magic player, very religious, mm-hmm. stood up for the National Anthem and gave a great answer right. about why he did so. The next day, unfortunately, he tore his ACL playing for the Orlando Magic. Jonathan Isaac is his name. That same day, ESPN, one of their national radio shows, put up a poll on Twitter. Was it funny that the guy who didn't stand for the national anthem tore his ACL? Well, they would never have done that if Colin Kaepernick had torn his ACL after kneeling. It's become cool in the sports media to ridicule people if they have different political opinions than you deem to be acceptable, and that is basically anything other than far left wing. Uh, I think that's alienating a huge portion of the American sporting public, and as a result, we're not having an actual marketplace of ideas, but I think we need to fight back. Um, and, uh, And I think the great thing about being a capitalist and the great thing about markets is, I'm not really a boycott guy, But I am of the belief that if you watch a television show and you ultimately, even if you used to enjoy watching it, if the show is not very good anymore, go find something that's better. If you're a sports fan and you're watching sports and you're like, eh, you know what, I'm not getting as much enjoyment out of this as I used to go watch something else. Go golf yourself. Go play a sport yourself. And ultimately, when the dollars dry up and when the audience dries up, everybody's going to take a step back and say, man, what were we thinking with the decisions that we made?
2: We're talking to Clay Travis. He's the author of Republicans Buy Sneakers 2, radio host OutKick, the uh, coverage, and the founder of OutKick. We're going to continue our conversation here in just a second. First, let me uh, tell you about our sponsor this uh, half hour. It's Goldline. Boy, I don't know if you've been following what is happening uh, in the news with with the dollar, but the dollar is on the rocks. Uh, it has lost 10% of its value in the last, uh, what, month? Or so, uh, that is a significant loss. I think it's going to lose about thirty percent here this fall. I could be wrong. Goldman Sachs is saying that uh, gold. They think by spring is going to be up about twenty five hundred. I've heard as much as thirty five hundred dollars an ounce. I don't. I don't know about that. I. It, it will depend. I think on who's elected and how we. How we clean things up. Uh, we just had another hit with uh, Fitch. the uh, The ratings, uh, our credit ratings uh, provider. One of them, they uh, just downgraded us again, left our AAA status, but uh, moved us into an extreme uh, risk position because of the way we are handling things right now. It, it, there is every reason now. Every reason to please put yourself into a situation to where you are guarded against collapse. Uh, when the world goes insane, it always goes back to gold. That's why Goldman Sachs is saying that gold is going to go up so high. I don't buy it as an investment. I buy it as a, as a hedge against inflation, and I've told you before, I'll stop recommending it when the world starts to go back the other direction. Uh, Well, it's not. And in fact, I've doubled down and I have gone uh, to Goldline and I bought some of their five dollar gold Liberty coins the last time they found a bunch. These are old five dollar Liberty coins from uh, the early 1900s. They have for one week only. They have these coins. They're selling now at a record pace. But this week. If you buy uh, any of their five dollar gold Liberty coins, you'll also get a half an ounce platinum coin with your uh, with your purchase of the five dollar Liberty coins. That's a full half ounce platinum coin for free. And Goldline has the genuine five dollar uh, Liberty coins. It's eight six six Goldline. Call them right now. Somebody is uh, waiting to take your phone call right now. They can give you all of the information. Don't. They're not going to pressure you, but don't. Make Make a decision right away unless you've already thought it, uh, thought it through uh, but get all of the information and do your homework and look and see if gold or silver is right for you 866 gold line that's 1-866-GOLD-LINE call them now 10 seconds station id So we're talking to uh, Clay Travis, author of Republicans by Sneakers 2, radio host, OutKick, the coverage, founder of OutKick. Uh, and I wanted to ask you about another story that came up today. It, it looks like The Rock has bought the XFL. Uh, is, I didn't even know the XFL was still in business. What do you think of that?
9: I think it's an intrigue. First of all, they're not in business. You know, they're buying out of bankruptcy. Uh, and it's hard to say exactly whether the XFL has a long-term viable business model or not. Uh, but there seems to always be this sort of idea, this panacea, that there is an interest in spring football. And uh, to me, the question with the XFL has always been... Could they in some way get an affiliation with the NFL such that the NFL has a minor league? You probably remember back in the day, they had the World League of Football uh, and the uh, NFL mm-hmm. in Europe and everything else that they were trying to uh, develop. And there was good talent that came out of there. I feel like there are a lot of NFL teams that would enjoy seeing some of the young guys getting reps in actual football games and uh, that there's maybe a way to almost develop a minor league-type system. Right now, of course, the NFL basically gets a free minor league with college football, but there are a lot of 18 and 19-year-olds who aren't allowed to go pro for three years coming out of uh, college that might say, hey, you know what, instead of staying in school, I'd rather make $100,000 a year playing football. And so, uh, to me, that is at least a viable option in theory. Um, you know, for the television purposes, I think people will watch it. The challenge is it's hard to develop a fan base. And so I think, you know, using very many sold tickets as the uh, as the driving force is tough. But I think the idea of spring football, given how much people like football in general, is kind of the holy grail, for lack of a better term, of what many people feel is an underserved market.
2: And if you if you actually provide uh, good uh, players, isn't this a market that would gladly go to somebody else that does not have a history of now calling the country a bad place, uh, standing against its values and and putting Black Lives Matter uh, quotes in the end zones?
9: Yeah, look, I mean, I I think what you are going to find is that we know this. Look, I feel like much of this is like uh, is is just so ridiculous, whether it's defund the police or the protest in the NFL. Look, when Colin Kaepernick protested in the NFL for two years, the NFL lost 19 percent of its audience. That's not me talking, you know, and just making up arguments. That's the data that is out there. As soon as the NFL settled the Colin Kaepernick anthem protest, ratings came back. And this is not rocket science. Look, people like sports. They enjoy being entertained by them. But if you're going to tell them that with sports they have to take a side of politics, they're going to choose to spend their time elsewhere. And so to me, what immediately stands out is it's as if the NBA and Major League Baseball and the NFL learned nothing from the entire process over the past several years surrounding Colin Kaepernick. There isn't this huge demand for it.
2: We thank you so much for uh, being on with us. Uh, Clay Travis, author of a book called uh, Republicans Buy Sneakers 2. You'd think that would be obvious to people, but apparently not. Uh, Also, uh, is the radio host Outkick the Coverage, which is going to be heard on Fox Radio Sports. Uh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again, Clay.
9: Hey, appreciate you having me, Glenn. Thanks a lot.
3: This is the Glenn Beck program.
2: I don't think he. I don't think he. I don't think he had any idea that I didn't
0: know. Oh, oh, yeah, no, you you, you you hid that really well, Clint. Good job.
2: Really well. Yeah, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a Hall of Fame.
0: Anyway, uh, <laughs>
2: Shave Secret. If you are looking for a really close shave and, uh, you know, you, you're not looking for any gimmicks, you're just looking for a close shave, you're looking for an end to razor burn and ingrown hairs and everything else, I'm telling you, the the answer is Shave Secret. It's Shave Secret. Jessica wrote in, I get such a smooth shave with all the shaving cream. Three drops, that's all I use. Highly recommend it. Jessica uses it. Um, Men use it. Women use it. And especially if you have sensitive skin, you put three, four drops into your wet palm, you massage it in, and then you shave. That's all you need. And it is such a good shave. It's easy to use. It's compact. It's inexpensive. It's made here in the USA, 100% money back guarantee. It's available regionally HEB Wegmans, Walmart, Amazon, or ShaveSecret.com. Save 10%. Go to ShaveSecret.com. Use promo code BECK.
0: Went over that woke sports nonsense on Studios America last night. It's something you don't want to miss. Uh, go to blaze slash glen
2: Since we're here on uh, sports, which we never uh, get to on this program, uh, Stu is actually a big sports fan and uh, has has kind of brought it into the political world and uh, pointed out all of the just stupid, stupid social justice stuff that is going on. Uh, And as always on uh, Stu Does Whatever It Is He Does on that show, Stu Does whatever
0: uh last night it was Stu does oh this was Stu does the woke invasion because i'm sick of the, woke invasion. Uh, the wokeness just invading every single uh element of our society and we cannot avoid it uh, even in sports now uh to a ridiculous uh, degree like for, for example glenn there was a game the celtics played the trailblazers the other night big game uh jalen brown one of their players scores 30 points uh, I want to see what the what the write-up of the story is. What's the write-up? Jalen mm-hmm. Brown's comments about the National Anthem. And it's like, well, why the hell do I care what Jalen Brown has to say about the National Anthem? Um, of course, I stupidly then clicked on it and actually tried to listen to what Jalen <laughs> Brown said about the National Anthem, but my head basically exploded. I haven't heard anyone else cover this. Maybe Clay Travis has. He'd be probably the only guy who would do it. Uh, but listen to this. This is uh, Jalen Brown talking about, uh, after uh, the game the other night.
7: Before we get started guys, I want to address the national anthem. I want to show my solidarity to the NBA and Adam Silva for uh, allowing us to be able to, to peacefully protest
0: peacefully protest first of all that's interesting because the distinction made there that it's peaceful uh which i did not see jalen brown speaking out at all against all of the non-peaceful protests going out around the country when buildings were burning down i didn't see a lot of that but maybe it was out there uh but he went on to talk a little bit about some of the important people that define his view of race in america
7: angela davis once said that Uh, Racism is so dangerous, uh, not because of individual actors, Hmm. because it's deeply embedded in
0: the apparatus. She's she's, of course, nonviolent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's dangerous? It's not racism uh, as much as it is Angela Davis, uh, because Angela Davis, uh, of course, had a big love affair. Glenn, if you might remember, with a with a man named George Jackson, who happened to be in prison. Um, She wrote to him in prison, said, all my life's efforts have gone in one direction. Free George Jackson. That is all that matters. Liberation by any means necessary. The American oppressor has revealed to us what we must do if we're serious about our commitment. I am serious about my love for you, about black people. I should be ready to go all the way. What did all the way mean? I'm curious because it's just complete coincidence that George Jackson's brother busted into a courtroom to take hostages to demand George's freedom, armed with guns that were purchased and registered to angela davis what a crazy coincidence after all of those letters about liberation at any cost that she would buy guns and two days later they'd find their way into george jackson's brother's hands who would go and murder a a judge after they took him hostage and then uh, multiple people die in a police shootout that's just a weird coincidence she was talking
2: she was talking about going all the way in another way. Oh. Wink, wink. You know what I'm talking about. And she's peaceful. She didn't
0: do it. No. Well, that's She how just the, purchased the guns. She the, was a hunter. She was on the FBI's most wanted list, mm-hmm. the uh, second African-American woman in history to be on that list. Uh, she then did get acquitted, Glenn. You're, you're right. By a very friendly jury. And she went on to a wonderful career running for the vice presidential slot of Communist Party USA twice. Now, she did not win in either case, which is fortunate for Jalen hey. Brown because it's unlikely he'd get his four-year $115 million contract if she had won those nominations uh, and, and, uh, and won the actual vice presidency. Uh, and I will say, to, to Jalen Brown's credit, he is averaging 13 points a game for his career. So it seems like about $30 million is the right number for that sort of production. It's incredibly uh, incredible. Uh, 1.4 assists per game, which is great as well. I know that means a lot to you. But, Glenn, if you think about it, it's passing. It's sharing to each according to his uh, his ability and (laughs) from each according to his. You got it. Um, So so, um, when Jalen Brown is now back, and he's already finished talking about the communist murder suspect. Um, This is a game he scored 30 points in, by the way. Um, he, uh, he, he then goes into talking about the national anthem. And as you know, Glenn, uh, racism, violent, just in every aspect of our society, he's identified oh, yeah. it in the national anthem. Listen.
7: I think about that quote a lot when I think about the national anthem, um, which was written by Francis Scott Key, mm-hmm. who was a slave owner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk about the national anthem, we don't really talk a lot about um, the third verse. No. That was written. We don't. Which addresses, you know, slavery. Oh. mentions like there's no hope for, you know, uh, a hireling or a slave, mm. but the gloom mm. of the grave. So, mm. um, racism is so deeply embedded in our country that people don't even ah. flinch or they don't flinch even shift at the idea. It kind of is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it, well uh-huh. it isn't uh-huh. what
0: that is i don't know what that was but that's not what it is um so there is a verse third verse glenn uh, no refuge could save the hiring hireling and slave for the uh from the terror of flight or the groom of the gloom of the grave um and it does kind of sound like it's celebrating the death of slaves um unfortunately mm-hmm. people have Looked into this before And uh, you know The internet rumor That it's about slaves Not actually true Here's a quote from The hardcore (laughs) right wing source Of the Minneapolis Star Tribune taken in context, the term hireling likely refers to mercenaries who bolstered a British fighting force decimated by Napoleonic Wars. Many Americans are aware of Hessians, German troops who augmented British armies during the Revolutionary War. And rather than referring to a particular handful of fighters, the term slave describes all of the monarch's loyal subjects, including British troops, as contrasted with free patriot Americans. That's from a historian who wrote the book Star-Spangled Banner, the unlikely story of America's Mm -hmm. national anthem. The headline Uh of His piece by the way, Glenn National Anthem's third verse stirs passions, but the reading is erroneous. Francis Scott Key's reference to slave was not literal. Uh, do you know about him owning slaves? Yeah, yeah, he did. Do you know about, him, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know about Francis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He did he own did. 20 s- did. slaves he at one point. Mm hmm. She did free uh-huh, also uh-huh. a bunch of them. Um, was they uh-huh, he has uh-huh. a, a they call a complicated history as he fought for freedom uh, for many slaves as well. Um, you know, again, I don't know why anyone would have a complicated history with slavery, but many people did in that day. I uh, wasn't it Francis Scott Key that
2: was given the slaves as a marital endowment that he rejected, he, didn't want them. Yeah, he tried and, to fight. He fought with uh, his wife
0: over them. Yeah, he
2: fought with his wife. He mm-hmm. did not want slaves, and so he fought to free those slaves. Uh, so I mean, you know, if somebody gives you a gift. I know at a wedding, I've received lots of gifts that have just gone into the closet and (laughs) we don't even until that aunt arrives, we don't put it out anywhere. You wouldn't do that with a slave. He actually worked
0: to free the slaves that he was given as a gift. It's not like he went out and bought them. And he was also, I mean, he was like one of the founding fathers essentially of Liberia, uh, which is where, uh, you know, again, a country that currently to this day still loves America. Uh, the capital is Monrovia after James Monroe. It was where many of the free slaves went back, uh, to live. And he was kind of one of the lead advocates for that at the time. Um, you know, it's it's interesting though because anybody could do this, right, Glenn? You can go back and look at through American history, and you know what? Pretty every basically every person alive in the 1700s and 1800s are going to look racist oh. by today's standard. It's an easy. It's not a parlor trick that takes any ability, right? And it's not. There's no ability to look back at a song and say, "Hey, wow, well, what did that songwriter do wrong in their life that should show, uh, you know, that the person who likes the song is racist." That's not not that all that interesting, nor is it all that difficult. And I I thought, you know, you're going back hundreds of years. That's one thing. What if you just go back a couple of decades, right? That would be, you would should be much more aligned with positive values just a couple decades ago. And it made me think. I wonder what Jalen Brown's favorite artist is. And luckily, GQ just happened to ask him just that. Listen.
7: Right now. I'm going to go with Tupac today. Oh, Tupac. Okay. All eyes on me. Oh, good. Because I feel like, yeah, the Tupac energy is relevant. So I feel like Tupac, huh, he's definitely one of the people I look up to. Oh, you look Everything up to him. he accomplished mm. in short 25 oh. years yeah, he of accomplished. Hmm. Definitely something to try to follow and, start, and try to chase. So.
0: Oh, okay. So something, that's interesting. Because um, are we talking about the same guy, someone to look up to? The guy who was convicted of molesting a teenager? That, that's the guy? who you're looking up to i mean you're praising him quote everything he accomplished in his 25 years of life the guy who not only molested a teenager but then loaned her out to his friends who she said set upon me like animals and when he was being sentenced the justice uh, D- daniel fitzgerald said quote this was an act of brutal violence against a helpless woman in the Me Too era, it's okay. You're going to criticize the national anthem, but you're going to say that Tupac, the guy who uh, went out and said, uh, uh, who molested a teenager, who had all sorts of uh, criminal uh, accusations against him throughout his life, and you said it's something that he sh- you should quote, definitely something to try and follow? That is, that is what's okay? It's not okay to go back and look at our history. You're going to call the entire nation racist, but praise a man who was convicted of molesting a teenage girl and we're going to all give you praise during the me too era for saying it wow that is not it's not even a double standard i don't know what that is glenn it's it's uh it's a lot more uh, insanity uh, it's it's, insanity It's completely
2: insane It, it is it's schizophrenic uh, behavior and the behavior of an insane nation and a nation that is committing suicide. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Thanks, uh, Stu. Let me tell you about our sponsor. It's LifeLock in Maryland. Public schools are cool. Private ones are still icky, apparently. A criminal's crime scene uh, has been uncovered, unrelated to the school thing. Maryland state officials have uncovered nearly 50,000 falsified unemployment insurance claims, adding up to more than half a billion dollars guess where the information uh, came from to be able to do that hmm? If you guessed identity theft, you're paying attention. Every single day, we're putting ourselves out there on the Internet, and every day, more of us are having our identities stolen by cyber criminals. That money was supposed to go to people like you. It didn't go to people like you. It went to cyber criminals. This is where LifeLock comes in. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats and will help you prevent them or recover uh, from them if you've been victimized. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses but lifelock will see the threats that you might miss on your own so join now and save up to 25 off your first year by using the promo code back call 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com and use the promo code back for 25 off it's lifelock.com promo
1: code back tomorrow night the plan to destroy capitalism and reshape the world. Now, now is the time. time. They're calling it the Great Reset.
4: The Great Reset. Great Reset.
1: To shape the system for the post-Corona era. Glenn exposes the global elite's plot to usher in their brave new world. We have to change our economy dramatically. Fundamental to building the future we need. And fights back against the left's march towards fascism. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn.
3: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
1: Uh,
2: Looks like uh, we are just minutes uh, from a massive explosion in Beirut. And I mean massive. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, it looked, it's, it's, it, there's no indication that it is. I, I'm not saying that it is, but it looked almost like a hydrogen or a nuclear explosion. Um, uh, it exploded. There seemed to be two explosions, uh, explodes, and then it just becomes this fireball. Um, it was just a, a few blocks away from Parliament. Uh, they, they say now it was near the port so it could have been a chemical plant are you reading now that it was a fireworks plant or something
0: Some places are reporting it i mean i don't know if that's true but they're saying fireworks uh, could have been a fireworks plant um i mean it is i've it, never it,
2: seen anything like it
0: no i know uh no. i've really never seen one like that before again it's not a you know i know you said it wasn't a nuclear weapon but i mean it's not but it does it is just to give you the scale of like it is a it, it absolutely vaporizes this building i mean a it's not like a normal. Yeah, it it, you
2: know. it, blew, it blew an entire block
0: apart, and there's uh, tons I mean, there's of video of it. By the way, because it seems like there was a an explosion beforehand, so a lot of people pointed their cameras toward it, and so there's tons of uh, of phone video of this thing. Uh, you can see it on Twitter. I just tweeted one of them, but uh, they're all it's all over the place now. Uh, really, really, it's shattered. It says it's a uh,
2: shattered windows miles away. Um. And it could have been if there was a fire in this building before. Maybe it was something like a chemical factory or a, a fireworks factory. But I've just never seen anything like it. Um, but that's, you know, that that is the uh, Black Tom explosion of 1918. The first real terrorist uh, attack on America uh, of any scale. It was buried by the Wilson progressive machine uh but it was the germans came in and they they blew up a a munitions factory and i imagine it was a little like this uh happened at night it was blamed on the capitalists but it was actually the germans that were trying to stop us from sending munitions over to uh our allies england etc etc and um uh, it, it blew out windows. It was right by the Statue of Liberty, and it blew out windows all across Manhattan, and y- it registered uh, in uh, Baltimore as an earthquake. I mean, it was, it was probably a lot like this. Uh, so I don't know what was in that. Uh, so far, we don't have any indication. But I've do we have the video? Are we on Blaze TV? Do we happen to have any of the video? we have the audio listen to this thing oh it's that second explosion that is just remarkable it explodes listen to it it's rumbling from something and then it explodes and then it has a second explosion that's there's first that's the second and that one looks like it's uh you know it's again it's not but it looks like a nuclear explosion and the beirut has been rocked Whoa. today
0: wow i mean uh, there's a new i mean there's all sorts of video on it if you want to see it but man it, i mean you're right it blows up an entire it levels a block visually i can't even imagine how many people got caught up in that that this looks terrible pray for
2: peace pray for peace pray for peace